all cross-boundary districts and intra-district movement of public transport and by private vehicles or border borders is hereby suspended for 42 days starting today. But the food markets should remain open, only that the, the, the sellers should, should camp there. We are now halfway through the 42-day lockdown ordered by Uganda's President Joel Museveni. Market traders who are mostly women narrate their experiences and how they are coping with the current lockdown so far. In the market, we do not have bathrooms. That is the truth. We bathe from the toilets and behind the toilets. So you can imagine that situation. It is not actually easy because you can't carry everything uh, to the market like the bensins. It's already been a tough year and a half since the first lockdown. My name is Eric Minemugaj. I'm a Ugandan based in London and I have been speaking to my fellow country people to hear how they are coping with the latest restrictions. This is a 42-day lockdown podcast focused on how women are facing this lockdown in their own experiences. My name is Nazgi Catherine, a committee member in a car market and a vendor as well. I'm a vendor, I'm a businesswoman. I sell commodities like sweet bananas, onions, silver fish. Then I sell saucepans uh, and any other item that comes within the market. The last lockdown, I can say to the market community was good in that during that lockdown, we managed to make some good money just because of the market garden app that was introduced to us by Institute for Social Transformation. Uh, people would order the items through the app, we could buy them and then send them to their homes. So at least we managed to get some good money in that lockdown. When I wake up at five, I'll go and bathe. After that, I'll go and buy stock to my business. That is from six to around eight. Then, because I, I do work with my daughter, I will leave my daughter at my stall. Then I'll go and start the sensitization of members, as in people put on your masks, people do the social distancing, you have to, you have to wash your hands, you move around. Uh, I do that up to around lunchtime. After taking my supper, I go back to the field because we have a team. Uh, we call it the tax Naka Market Tax Force COVID team. So we shall move around, check around the people, what is happening in the market. You see different activities are carried out in the market. So you have to make sure you see, are they doing it properly? Are they in order? So we have to move around up to 10. 
Then at 10, I'll take my supper. Then I rest. How old is my daughter? She's 17 years old now. I'm not in school and I fear leaving her at home. That's why I came with her to the market. So it is not really good, but I had to do so. I feared leaving her at home. Uh, according to the population of women in the market, uh, it's, um, it's almost 30% of the women do have their children in the market. They sleep with their mothers in the stores. Others sleep with their mothers in the verandas of the stores. Those that have got shops also do sleep with them inside their shops. They have to, to, to move, uh, move around with them. If they are young ones, they carry them on their backs. That is it. That is how they, they, they move. It's not actually easy because you can't carry everything uh, to the market like the bensons. She fears going to bathe, leaving her child behind. So she has got to look for a small area or small place within a store, then she will bathe from there. She covers her daughter, then she bathes. After bathing, she will lay the bed and then sleep. That's why she was saying that it's not really easy. The situation is not good because she fears leaving the daughter to any other person because of the diseases or the disease that is in the country so she can't go because right now in the market we do not have bathrooms that is the truth we bathe from the toilets and behind outside the toilets so you can imagine that situation so for her she says it's a distance to go there so she has to look for a small area near her store such that she can bathe from there well, she has covered her daughter eh, next to her as she bathed. Now with cooking, we have the hotels within. Uh, those people also do sleep in the market. They do their business as normal. They prepare breakfast, lunch, then supper. Then for those that cannot manage the price, they bought their uh, charcoal stoves and saucepans. They cook for themselves within their stores. So someone will buy a, a small saucepan and she will cook her own food if she cannot afford that of the hotels. But the hotels are in the market and they're working 24-7. Out of the total number, women are 80%. Then the men, 20%, they take 20%. Because you know these days, uh, women are mothers, at the same time fathers to their homes, especially in the formal sector as I may say, as in this market, many of them are single parents, 
uh, single mothers, others separated, others divorced. So you see someone will say, let me go to the market and I start working for my children. So the percentage for of the women is bigger. We, they do shower in groups. In a stall, you might find three or four women that sleep in that stall. So when they're going to bathe, they will go as a group such that they can give protection to each other. But also the good thing is that the market has got security. Uh, this tax force that I told you about, uh, people we've got reflectors. People do keep around moving around the market up to almost in the morning. So as these ones go to bathe, they go in a group to bathe as others are there to give the protection such that uh, sexual harassment cases do not happen in the market. And that one I want to, 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 to recommend that my market, at least people are behaved, especially that, that I mean. Now, it depends to, to an individual. Like me, I have four children, the girl being the firstborn, and then three boys. So when I was leaving home, I told the boys, you know what, are you staying here or you walk to your grandmother? They said, mommy, we shall remain here at home. So within, uh, at home I have some tenants, so I gave responsibility to one of them that please keep my children, check on them when they're going to sleep, even early in the morning, check on them. So I gave them a phone, so I would call. So I always do call them every day, early in the morning and late in the evening. How has been your day? Who's sick? Are you fine? So like that, because according to even the video that I sent you, the lady was explaining to you that for her, she left the children with the neighbor. So she has to send money to mobile money to the neighbor so that the neighbor can buy for them food. But me, what I do every weekend, like today, I shopped for them what they need because they called me, mommy, we need this ABCD. So I did the shopping, I gave to the border border guy, then the border border guy delivered everything at home. And they gave me a call that mommy we've received things. That is how we have to you have to keep on calling to find out what is what exactly is happening at home. If you gave the children or if you left the children with your neighbor, you have to make sure that you call and check on them. If you left the children with your mother or your their grandmother or your sister, that is what you're supposed to do because you can't bring all of them to the market. They cook for themselves because I trained them. Because even me, as we were growing up, my mother taught us how to cook, both girls and boys. So I also decided to teach them 
how to cook even the young ones so they what do they what they do they make a timetable for themselves this one is cooking on monday the other one is cooking on tuesday the other one is cooking on wednesday then they'll go they follow the timetable like that the babies the babies definitely do cry but these bigger ones and they don't but this the babies from the uh from one month let me say from one day because even we have mothers of two weeks mothers of one month two months three up to around four years those are the ones that do cry but these other ones they don't the young girls you will find out that the mother will give them food to take to their what the customers that is how when then the young ones you either find the mother carrying her on the laps or carrying her on the back they are either seated next to them because in the market they are not supposed to be moving moving around without doing anything they always even give an announcement that please keep your children with you don't allow them to over move in the market because of the covid disease so you will find that there's the children with their parents in the workplace or in the working area and what i can say the one the one week sleeping in the market without nets we had nothing to do uh we had to cover ourselves with the buveras uh you will have no problem with what with mosquitoes they will act like mosquito nets so others were to bear the situation not until uh the president said that we should get the through the prime minister's office that they should give all market women uh, mosquito nets and uh, you can imagine uh, the market like nakawa market it is a very big one and you uh, you only given 500 nets and when the chairperson and the vice chairperson of this market were receiving them they gave them directives that these mosquito nets were only for the elderly people in the market so that was a bit challenging we have all sorts of people in the market be it young uh, the youth uh, the old and those old ones eh? the elderly all of them are within and we have both male and females now here comes a scenario where the only given the directive says that the nets should be only given to the elderly and only women it was a bit challenging because uh me as a lady and the chairperson contacted me and said Catherine you're going to help me give out these nets plus your colleague because we can't wake up these ladies you you have to wake up your fellow ladies such that 
you you go wake her up and we give her a net if she's young or if she's within the youth bracket those ones are not going to receive so you would move then you find the male they would shout at you who tells you that it's only women who are supposed to get the nest the president did not mention that it is you people who are bringing in your uh, so please you, you know that thing and we had to move with the security officers such that when you bring commotion they 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 handle you uh, the good thing that the market is next to a police booth where but whereby if you get to do you bring your cavio they will just call and uh, take you there I'll tell you that uh, we have a problem. All the responsibilities of collecting garbage are for KCCA because KCCA collects the ground rent and it has to make sure that it collects all the, the, the garbage. But these drainage patterns, uh, you find that KCCA takes long to collect the garbage. So you will find people, you know, the market, most of us sell perishable items and uh, most of them go bad easily or they rot. And what these people will do, they will tend to power those uh, wasted materials in the drainage patterns. They are not good at all. So even right now we were, this evening we had at around seven, we had a small meeting that, please, what are we going to do? KCC is, is taking long, because I'm telling you the truth, we've taken like two weeks without seeing any single truck collecting garbage in the market. So we were calling people, the, the people responsibility for hygiene within the market, please you people help us. And they were telling us that people in Chitezi, where they throw the, 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 the garbage, where they, collect the garbage from what they were striking. So they had nothing to do, they couldn't. At times they'll tell you that all trucks are down. So we are having a problem of the cleanliness of the market. But when it comes to rain, like right now, wow, when I talk about the people who sleep outside, that sleep under the uh, in the open spaces, God has helped us or helped them. That is not a rainy season, so I can't say that rain has really affected them so much because this is a dry season. Uh, I will tell you that informal sector, eh, all market people, we come from different different areas within the country and every person has got his own understanding you can tell someone that please do this you're going to get that disease then someone will tell you no that disease is not there you're lying so even the rumors over the radios over television uh people were talking about the second lockdown that's why they refused to go home when he was going to address the country on that very Friday. They decided to sleep in the market. 
know, to, 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 to hear what he was going to say. And to, it was not a surprise, but he, he looked us the second chance, the second time. And most of the our clients, so our customers, come from, let me say, from Kampala. And these people, uh, this lockdown has affected them. Almost all of them, they are not working. Like those people for arcades, those people of saloons in the central. So they would buy food as they were going back home. Right now, they are at home, they are not coming to us, to town. So that is where the problem is coming from. That is why we are not making money. You see, like Naka Market, people would come from as far as from Mokono, Seta, uh, Namgongo, eh? but right now they can't because the vehicles are not moving. The taxis are not moving. Even this border border my people, people do not trust them eh? with their items or commodities. Because in the first lockdown, we saw some of the border borders, they would send them for things, then they would reach a, an area, and then they would start reducing or deducting on the commodities that they've bought. If the numbers do reduce, if they keep on reducing, we shall have hope of going back home. But if they keep on increasing, we shall have no hope of going back home after the 42 days. Because he first gave 42 days. So only after two weeks, then he said, I've put you in a lockdown of again 42 days. So now we are here fearing. He might talk next week eh? and again say 42 days. And when he says the 42 days, you start counting from the day he has addressed the country. So we are not sure you're supposed to stay in the market. Thank you, Catherine, and all the Ugandan women and everyone keeping Uganda moving. Please do reach out if you have a story or you want to share a story with us. I am Eric Mwinemugaj. Next week, next episode. Thank you for listening.